Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. Unfortunately, our guest speaker is not in yet. Um, so I wanted to make sure I at least started the episode today um, and hopefully she will join us momentarily. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about everlasting relationships. Now my guest speaker um, unfortunately, if she shows is Jacqueline Sisson and she is um, 73 year old, 73, um, and is, was married for 53 years or is married for 53 years. Um, and I wanted to come on anyway today because today happens to be my 14th anniversary. So myself and my husband, we have been married now for 14 years and it has been an interesting ride to say the least. Um, I absolutely adore my husband. So to my husband, happy anniversary. Um, but today I wanted to really discuss what I had shared. So our sponsor today is a Phoenix identity. Um, if you want an everlasting relationship, how about we start with the most common relationship issues that can hands down destroy any relationship. So we're going to get into those. I'm going to share those, um, because that is uh, obviously I'm a Phoenix identity, but we are definitely going to share those right now. And just let me pull them up because, of course, you know, I don't have them pulled up at all, right? Sucks. Sorry. Um, I have my assistant in the room with me today, or who is going to be my assistant. She's fighting me on that. All right. Normally, it's conversation. So if you're joining, if you are catching this live or catching the replay, please join in um, and comment. Let me know what you think. Um, so seven things that can destroy any relationship, not listening, not listening. That is a huge one. It is, there are different ways to listen. So the first way to listen is listening to, I, I'm not, I don't even know how to like word this today. I'm so, I, th I think I'm just a little bit frustrated with the fact that I like to have a conversation with people. That is, that is the whole point of me doing the show with guest speakers is I like to talk to people, but I can talk on my own. So we're going to get right into this. Okay. We are going to focus this on my own relationships. So again, like I said, with my husband and I, we've been married 14 years. We've been together 15. Um, in that time, we have experienced um, suicide. My employer committed suicide and my husband was the one who found him. Um, we have experienced two uh, children. We have experienced having two children um, with other people prior to getting married, um, being step parents to each other's children. That was entertaining. Um, still is. Um, lots of stuff. We've experienced lots of stuff in the last 14 years. And there have been times in our relationship where it's been up and down. It's been good. It's been just you name it. We it's, it's never been a super easy ride. And I think that a lot of people are taught that relationships need to be like this easy ride. And, you know, you're meant to be with this person. My husband is absolutely my soulmate, my twin flame. He is the person that I pictured myself with for the rest of my life. And he still is. Do I like him all the time? No, he's an a-hole. Um, so I don't like him all the time. I love him all the time, but I don't like him all the time. And I didn't look for Mr. Tall, Dark and Handsome or Mr. Prince Charming or, or somebody who was going to give me everything that I wanted. My husband challenges me. He makes sure that he calls me out on my shit. Um, 
He listens. He makes me feel safe and secure. A relationship, an everlasting relationship should make you feel what you need to feel. It's not about how they look. It's not about what they do, where they work. Um, um, All of that, right? So, oh, give me a second. Um, Wow. Okay. So apparently, um, give me a second. I'm going to see if our guest speaker will join us. Good morning. Um, this is what happens. This is this is live, people. All righty. Okay. Um, so for anybody watching or catching the, what do you think a relationship should be? What do you think are the backbones of a relationship? What do you think are non-negotiables for a relationship? One of my biggest things. So in a Phoenix identity, I coach individuals, couples, and groups and families. And one of the biggest things that I ask my own clients for the relationship is, what are your non-negotiables? What is your list? Most of us have like this list of who we think our partner should be, um, how they should make us feel, how their life should look. Um, I've seen a list that have uh, no kids, um, no, not living with their parents, no, you know, good job making X amount a year. There's all these qualifications and expectations that we put on our potential partner. And then I'm sorry. Um, when I was younger, I met uh, one of the most, I, I met uh, Tall, Dark, and Handsome. Um, I met him. I fell for him hard. I actually became slightly obsessed with him. And he never settled down, um, slept with my best friend, like treated me like crap, was sleeping with everybody, was in a relationship with somebody else. Um, Tall, Dark, and Handsome. Uh, Prince Charming, um, the one that rescues rescues you. They're not that like Disney taught us a ridiculous amount of crap when it came to relationships. We've got movies now where Pixar and um, a, a bunch of other ones that are that are coming out in the last ten years are a lot better on the way they teach the the morals and the lessons that they teach, the inclusivity, the um, acceptance of different things where Disney was more so, uh, oh, it has to be true love's kiss. It has to be Prince Charming, Mr. Tall, Dark and Handsome. If you had fast forwarded those relationships to a year to five years, you probably would have got a man ho who didn't give a shit and did whatever they wanted, right? You can't base your partner on anything other than how they make you feel. That's my personal opinion. And that's what I did. I wrote a book called um, On My Way to Us. And it was how I took all of my past relationships before my husband. And each of them taught me something different. Each of them taught me they, they were good and they were bad and they were negative. And, um, you know, one cheated on me and I used one and uh, runs the gambit of, of my most 
impactful relationships, but they all ended. And for most of us, we can treat those as failures, right? Um, my son's father, that relationship ended. I could have treated that as a failure or I could have learned from it, right? Um, and I learned from it. I learned how to be a better me. I learned how to be a better partner. I learned what I needed to feel in those relationships. I need. I learned who I was in a relationship. I learned so many things from my past relationships on what I did or didn't want going into this one. And so when I met my husband, I did something with him that I'd never done with anybody else. And I put into place that whenever I was upset or mad, I would walk away and I would take some time for me and say, I don't want to say or do things that are going to hurt you. And in past relationships, I've been really manipulative going, you know, fine, you don't like it, leave and then begging them to come back and then just all of the fun drama. So ask yourself, what do you need to feel in your ideal relationship? What do you want it to feel like? Do you want to feel safe? Do you want to feel supported? Do you want to feel heard? Do you want to have somebody who you can have fun with and go on adventures with and spont spontaneous? And it's not about their lifestyle. It's, you know, maybe you meet somebody and you both are at a... Um, that starting point, right? Where you've got to work through things and you've got healing to do. And then by the end of it, you're growing together and you're learning together and you're finding out what each other likes. Now, I'm not saying go ahead and, and always pick relationships or people that you feel like are fixers because that's not our responsibility. Your responsibility in a relationship is to be yourself is to have compassion, understanding, caring for the person that you're with. Understand that when, when you're going through something and you don't know that you're going through it and you don't know that you're being aggressive or nasty and mean, and I'm going to say that and not name any names, um, when you're being nasty and mean in a relationship, it you might not even know what why you might not even know why you might not know why you're doing it you might not know that you're doing it um but know that when you're feeling something in a relationship that's on you and that's another thing is making it all about yourself when somebody does something in a relationship and you don't like it you number one need to use your words and communicate that you don't like something um, number two understand the intention behind whatever it is that's been said or done and ask yourself, are they actually trying to hurt me? Or are they doing it without even realizing that they're hurting me? Um, <clears throat> going forward through that, asking yourself, you know, is this the relationship that I want to be in? Does it, am I, you know, do I want to work through these issues? Does, does my relationship with this person mean more than the issues that we're facing today? right? In, in a year from now, six months from now, five years from now, 15 years from now, is this the person that you're going to see yourself with? Can you see yourself with that person the way that they are today? Everybody does grow and everybody does change, but it's knowing how to, first of all, understand. Okay. See, this is why I like having conversations with people because I go all over the place. And I sound like a turd. <clears throat> Do I sound like a turd? Yeah. Okay. She agrees. So I guess I sound like a turd. 
Um, number one, when you're looking for a relationship, be be centered within yourself. Know who you are, what you want, um, and what you're looking for. So reconnect with yourself. Love yourself first. Secondly, understand that what it is that you're looking for has nothing to do with your partner. It doesn't matter their hair color. My husband has alopecia, so he is bald. And I never thought I'd be with somebody who didn't have hair that I could grab onto and like rip out of their head as my daughter-in-law's laughing her ass off beside me here. Um, Cause my son has a fluffy head of hair like his mother. Um, so number one, be true to who you are, know what you want. Number two is understand that it has nothing to do with them. It's not their hair type, where they work, what they do. It's how they make you feel. That's key, how they make you feel. Number three is knowing that that relationship, no matter how perfect it is at the beginning, it's going to have its ups and downs. There, there, no relationship doesn't have its ups and downs. Relationships, you also have three people in a in a relationship, you have yourself, you have your partner, and then you have the relationship itself. It's like a joint checking account. Each of you have a savings account. You put money into that checking account and that checking account pays your bills. So you too are individual savings account. Your relationship is that checking account. And if you're not working on that relationship, nothing's getting done. Um, Going forward after that is there are going to be ups and downs where you're not interested. You're not interested in, you know, relations. <laughs> you're not interested in, you know, spending time with people. That's that's a you thing. And that's telling you that you need to work on yourself and communication, healthy communication and saying, you know what, I really need to work on me. Um, and making sure that you're being compassionate, understanding, and putting yourself out there for your partner, right? Knowing what your partner's needs are, expressing your needs, and having some, oh, what is the word I'm looking for? Having some um, compromise. That's what I was looking for. Having some compromise that, you know, maybe today I don't want to go out and have dinner. Maybe I want to stay home and cook. Maybe, you know, tomorrow night we can go out and have dinner. or um, maybe we can go for ice cream after whatever that looks like. It's working through those issues with communication, understanding, um, and whatever else you may need. So um, relationships are not easy. They can feel like it at times. Um, you go through stages in your relationships where sometimes you feel like roommates. Sometimes you, you know, you're as in love as you were the day you met. Um, there's so many different aspects to relationships and it's knowing number one, who you are in that relationship and two, communicating to your partner and understanding who they are and what they need. And, you know, just that healthy communication. So download the seven things that can destroy any relationship. I'm going to repeat those. So number one, not listening. Number two, making it all about yourself. Number three, emotional communication. Um, number four, lack of equality. Number five, outside influences. Number six, domination. And number seven, expectations. Expectations is the number one killer to every and any relationship. So go and download that. If you have any questions or you want to get in touch, please do so. You can do so. My links are in the description. Um, take a look at our guest speaker who unfortunately 
Um, doesn't look like it was able to make it today. So join me. Um, let me know what you think. If you'd like to be a guest speaker, um, if you'd like to be a guest speaker, guest blogger, guest sponsor, or if you would like a, a topic to have featured on the show, please let us know. Reach out at justalivetv.com. Like and share, follow the show. And I hope you have a wonderful afternoon, morning, or evening, depending on when or where you're watching from. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. Today is my 14th anniversary, and I'm going to go and celebrate that. So lots of love. Have an amazing day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.